You're listening to Visibility Vixen, Episode 3. I just opened up to what was possible, and it's really been this year. I've had so many moments where I just take a step back and pause and be like, this is my life. Welcome to the Visibility Vixen Podcast, where we create space to grow our brand with intention and clarity, one episode at a time. Join us as we explore the many aspects of entrepreneurship, start loving the journey instead of the destination, and begin building a legacy that lasts. Here's your host, Michelle Lewis. Today, we're going to be talking to my friend, Bree Seely, who is a co-founder of the Amplify Collective that I've mentioned to you that I'm a part of, which is in Los Angeles, and it is the idea of unnetworking. So we go to these events, and we are not allowed to talk about what we do, which was really hard for me at first. We talk about who we are, and it's a really powerful thing, and I feel as ladypreneurs, like we talked about last week, it can feel very isolating. So it's important to like I do and like hopefully you're doing, subscribe to this podcast, subscribe to other podcasts so that you have that constant voice in your ear every day, whether you're working out and listening to this or driving to work or whatever you're doing, that you have these people that you're surrounding yourself with. Like we've heard, we're the summation of the five people we keep closest to us. So you want to make sure that the people you're surrounding yourself with, even if it isn't a podcast, are really contributing to raising your frequency, raising your awareness, and helping you step forward into your future. And my dearest hope is that you're getting that kind of feeling from this podcast. So today we're going to be talking to Brie, who is a wonderful manifester, and she's going to really show us how do we manifest in our femininity. So this is going to be a wonderful time. So buckle up, take some notes, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Welcome everyone to this episode of Ladypreneur Legacy. I am so thrilled about our guest today. It is the wonderful, the beautiful, and the talented Brie Seely. So Brie, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so thrilled that you're here. I actually saw Brie last night at an Amplify event, and we had such an amazing time. I'm going to give you a little <laughs> bit of information about her. Brie Seely is passionate about supporting women to live on purpose and to be inspirational women in their lives every day. She speaks writes, and mentors women to connect with their unique passion for life and to build inspirational lives for themselves. Brie is also the founder of the Inspirational Woman Project, a movement which aims to tell the stories of every woman. And she's the co-founder of the Amplify Collective, an unnetworking movement for women. She's a regular contributor for the Huffington Post and has been featured on the Today Show, Kickstarter, PBS, and Free Enterprise. Doll, that is quite the resume. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) We talked a little bit about the Amplify Collective last week, but what is your biggest passion in terms of that collective? Why do you love bringing these women together? Um, I just, there's something so powerful when women gather. Um, And I'm sure, you know, Thais talked about it last week, but um, the, the things that women create when we're together is infinitely greater than if we were alone Mm -hmm. or if we were trying to create them, say from the masculine energy or any of those things, there's something really unique about feminine energy coming together. And I just feel like it hasn't been done for a really long time. You know, looking back at our history, even the feminist movement was women trying to be men. 
And we're at this beautiful place in the world now where women can be women. They can lead from their femininity. They can embrace their emotions and their softness and all the dynamic aspects of ourselves. And then when we bring it together with other women in the same space, it just, not to be, uh, you know, cliche about this, but it amplifies everything that we're doing in the world. And it's, it's yeah. really magical and powerful. And we've already seen, um, you know, our, our membership has only been open for a few months and we've already seen magic happen with our members. And it's just, it makes me happy. And, you know, I'm getting ready to write an Instagram post about last night. And like, this is what I get to do. Like I get to live from a place where I love everything about my life. Mm-hmm. I love bringing women together. I love hanging out with cool women. Like last night we went out for dinner after the event and Michelle, I cannot tell you, I haven't laughed so hard and <laughs> I don't even know the last time. time. <laughs> yeah. And so like, that's my life. I get to just love on women and connect women because I'm a connector and just mm-hmm. have a good time. And that's, that's what I get paid to do in the world. And it's, it's a really magnificent existence for myself, but then also creating that for other women as well. I really love that. And speaking of getting women, creating space, connecting people, I'm participating in your manifesting challenge. And I really, it touched me because you are so powerful in this element. And I feel that there's a lot of confusion about what exactly manifesting is and how in our femininity we can bring that about because manifesting can be perceived as a very masculine term and we can kind of fall into that trap. So I would love to hear a little bit about your perspective in manifesting as a powerful ladypreneur. Yeah. So basically I believe that everything in our lives we've created. So whether or not you want to take responsibility for what you've created in your life, a lot of, you know, a lot of people, if you're not happy with your life, you probably don't want to take responsibility for the fact that you created it. But the reality is we create everything about our existence, whether or not you've done it consciously or unconsciously, you have created every single thing that currently exists in your life. Mm-hmm. So in terms of manifestation, why not put some energy into creating stuff that you actually want in your life? Like, why would you just sit and wait for stuff to happen in your life? Why not consciously go out and and create and attract the kinds of things that you want to be creating and attracting? So for me, it's just manifestation is all about living on purpose. Why wouldn't I go out and align myself with the things that I want in my life? I think that's so huge. I totally, totally agree. And I think that it is definitely a practice. It's a learned behavior and you have such skills in helping other women figure out those tools so they can integrate it into their lives now. It's been really fun. (laughs) It's been so much fun. It's been so much fun watching you, watching you in your jam and your element and participating. It's just been wonderful. So let's dive in. I like to encourage my students to find their big why And that's pretty much the huge reason that they're moving forward in their biz, like how they actually want to change the world. So I'd love to know what is your big why? So my big why is um, really helping women find their inspiration from within and then creating that on the outside. So it's kind of aligned with manifestation, you know, figuring out not necessarily what it is that you want, but why do you want it? and figuring that out on the inside and then bringing it out. 
so for me, I started leading the Inspirational Woman Project. And a friend of mine text messaged me out of the blue one day and said, Brie Seeley, you're a rock star. Never forget that. And Mm. I read it and I was like, I don't believe that. Mm. And I had this moment where I was like, how am I saying that I'm teaching other women or I'm sharing other inspirational women's stories? And I don't first believe that about myself because if I don't inspire myself and my life doesn't inspire me, what's the purpose? Mm-hmm. why why would I live a life that doesn't inspire me and doesn't inspire other people and so that was kind of my aha moment where I didn't want to look at the parts of myself that I didn't like and I didn't want to take ownership of the things that I'd created in my life that I didn't want and uh, it was a wake-up call for me to truly change some things and it's been a really intense process but I've seen the power that it's created in my life. And in return, now I get to create that in other people's lives, whether it's they own a business and they want to increase their revenue. In my last client, like 20 times her revenue, well, 20 times her investment with me in three months. (gasps) That's amazing. Like, yeah. And so it's just, it's creating that big shift in your life. Um, that inspires you and and makes change for others too. You know, I primarily work with women that are doing big things in the world and whether it's art or writing or whatever, like women that actually want to make an impact. I love what you were saying about reading that text message and going, do I believe that? Because I think that's a really powerful thing is that the people around us have this view they see our power they recognize who we are the ones that love us and are on a higher frequency and it's a really great test like I opened a birthday card yesterday and Jenna who's in the Amplify Collective had said what a what a wonderful gift to all of us you being born was and it really took me aback and made me go oh my goodness am I really believing that so I love that you shared that I think that's beautiful yeah, and it's really important that we recognize it within ourselves first. Like, yes, it's great that these people outside of us are mirroring it to us and showing us what's possible for ourselves. But if we walk around all the time thinking that they're lying or not accepting the compliments or accepting the praise and constantly shunning it, um, it actually creates really detrimental results in people's health and their lives in general. Um, and so... I fully believe in falling in love with every aspect of your being, of your job or your career or your relationships or whatever, because if you're not fully in love with everything, then it's going to create opposite results Mm -hmm. in all areas of your life. Absolutely. So what was your aha moment when you knew you were finally in your life purpose? Um, honestly, it's really been this year. I almost gave up at the end of December. I almost quit and I was ready to throw in the towel and I was actually applying for waitressing jobs. Um, I was just so frustrated and I was just pushing and it had to look a certain way and it had to be a certain way. And like, oh, I had all these shoulds around it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of December, I finally threw up my hands and I was like, screw it. Like, I can't care anymore. I literally can't care. And however it looks, it looks. And whatever happens, happens. And if that means I'm a waitress, then I'm a waitress. And I just can't care. And I just have to be happy. And I just 
I just have to move forward because I don't feel good about life right now. Mm-hmm. And I did. I threw up my hands and I was like, I have no idea how I'm paying the bills this month. I have no idea what's coming my way. But my intention is I want to have my first five-figure month. And I don't know what that looks like, but I that's what I want. And I did it. Not only did I not close down my business, I had my first five-figure month. I was serving more clients than I ever have before. Um, some of them looked a little differently than I expected. But I just opened up to what was possible. And it's really been this year. I've had so many moments where I just take a step back and pause and be like, this is my life. Holy shit. Like I'm living everything that I've said I wanted. And it's not perfect. Like I'm at the place right now where I want to move. I'm not in love with my apartments anymore. Mm -hmm. I want to move. And so I've started opening up to that. I've started talking to the universe about what it looks like. I've started looking at apartments and, you know, vibing with what it's going to be like to move. You know, I have my extra room on Airbnb right now. And I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. And of course, of course, the universe is always like, oh, you want something bigger and better? Well, are you sure? (laughs) So like, I just got a 90 day request for someone to live in my extra room. Wow. And I had to stand my ground and say, I'm sure I am moving by September 1st. I'm sure I declined the reservation and I shut down my Airbnb account. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. It's freaking terrifying. I'm still like that just happened a few hours ago. I still don't know how I'm feeling about it, but Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love that though. That's staying true to what you're designing. And it's a continual process. Like I said, I'm so in love with so much of my life right now. Like everything's coming into alignment and, you know, my house isn't. And maybe once I move and once everything, you know, is in alignment, maybe then I'll want to up-level some other area of my life. I mean, it's just a constant continual. I believe the purpose of life is growth. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I do my best not to be stagnant and just constantly am evolving into whatever the next form or version of me or my life is is meant to be. So what life lesson has been more valuable than gold to you? Ooh, I think it's the relationships and the people that I keep in my life. It's really important to me. There's a book out and I haven't read it, but I know the concept and I wish I could quote the book or even tell you what it's called, but it's something about how you are the result of the, the five people in your life. The top five people that you spend the most time with in your life. I've heard of that book. And it's something that continually reminds myself. So like seven years ago, I was in a relationship with a very nice guy. I mean, he was really, truly like the kindest, just, I mean, he was a really, really great guy and we didn't want the same things in life. And the longer I stayed with him, the longer I was lowering my standards of what I wanted for my life. Mm. and I had to cut it off. And, you know, there have been other times where I'm like, is this relationship really serving my highest good? Mm-hmm. And uh, just making sure that the people that I'm surrounding myself with are the, the kind of caliber of people that I want in my life, and they're the kind of caliber of people that are going to continually push me to be better and not just be like cheerleaders because, cheerleaders are great, but like people that are going to not only say you're doing amazing and here's an opportunity for growth for you. Oh, not just yes. people that are like, Oh my God, I love everything you do. You're amazing. Da, 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 da. 
<laughs> but the people that are like, I love you and here's an area where you could be a better human being. Yeah. And so, like I said earlier, that constant growth and that, that up leveling and that just continual unfolding of like every day becoming a better person on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's the, one of the things that's really ringing true in my heart right now is making sure that the people that I keep in my life are really truly aligned with where I'm going and my vision and, and just my capacity for greatness in the world. I love that. I so love that. Okay. What intention are you creating in your life right now? So I think the main intention is remembering, remembering my power to create and remembering that no matter what I want, it's already mine and I just have to come into alignment with it. Um, This whole up leveling of, of my housing situation and stuff, like I said, is terrifying And I just need to remember that if I want to pay more to live somewhere, then I can just make more money. And so it's, it's remembering the innate greatness within me in order to create the results that I want to see in my life. Absolutely. We're so trained to, you know, live within your means and busting out of that mentality is so important. Yeah. What is your favorite daily habit? Um, I love my morning routine. I am a huge proponent of my morning routine. Um, or of anyone, sorry, I'm a huge proponent of, of everyone having a morning routine. I think it's really a powerful time to, for me, it's just like getting everything, getting myself grounded, getting my my intentions and my energy in line with what the day is going to be unfolding for me. So I typically involve some sort of meditation, gratitude practice. I love breakfast. It's my favorite meal of the day um, with my tea. And uh, I usually do a little bit of yoga. Some mornings I get out my adult coloring books, um, usually involves some like kitty loving time. And uh, yeah, so my morning routine, I usually recommend for people to start with 30 to 45 minutes. Um, but mine has grown into three hours on some days, just depending on what time I'm willing to get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got a coloring book in the mail the other day and I thought of you. I was like, ooh, I should be doing this in the morning. I know Brie does it. Mm-hmm. Yep. My mom even got me a, an adult coloring book. It's an adult swear word coloring book. <laughs> and so some mornings when I'm feeling super saucy, and I'm like, I need to let go of some, some nasty ass, like whatever is going on inside of me. I'll pull out the swear word coloring book and color something super saucy. Oh my gosh. I may need you to bring that tomorrow because I want to see this thing. That's amazing. Okay, darling. Are you ready for the red carpet remix? Ooh. Okay. So what's your favorite movie? The Wizard of Oz. Nice. What is your biggest strength? My honesty tempered with compassion. Love it. How do you handle fear? Uh, I usually cry (laughs) and then meditate and allow the universe to support me with whatever I need in that moment. Mm. What is the tool, online or physical, that you're absolutely loving right now? Um... 
Um, I usually recommend people, like if I'm recommending a tool to someone, I usually recommend reading The Miracle Morning, which, again, is in relation to the uh, my favorite, you know, daily habit. And it talks about how you can build your own morning practice. Awesome. I'm writing that down because I'm going to get it. So if you could it's live so in any place, would it be the ocean, forest, desert, or mountains? The city? <laughs> I don't have that in there. I should add that. <laughs> One of when I'm as I'm getting ready to move, I've always seen myself in a big city. And so mm. I'm kind of inherently drawn into downtown LA. We'll see if it happens or not. But um, that's kind of where I've been feeling my energy for like the past year. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm excited to see it. Okay, so we're going to wrap up the with these amazing questions. These are my two favorite questions. And the first one is, what part of your life was the David versus Goliath story? So I grew up, my growing up experience was very much like very small town. It was very, my mom, you know, my mom's lived in the same city since she was in the sixth grade. And I knew from a very young age that I was not meant to be there. Like I left home when I was 17. And uh, I feel like that was kind of my thing. And I still have this, like, I, I have so much guilt thrown at me about why don't you come home more often? And why, you know, friends being like, when are you moving back here? And so it's been me standing in my truth to really remember that I'm not supposed to be there. Like, that's not my place. And despite what my family wants, despite what, you know, my friends and stuff ask for, me going back to the Midwest is not a comfortable experience. Um, And I just have to hold in my truth that this is my place. Like, L.A. is my place. New York is my place. Um, And so it was really kind of like bucking the trend. So of my entire family, my grandparents, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, like everyone, I'm the only one that lived outside of my hometown. Like Mm. some of them live within an hour of my hometown, but still I'm the only one that's like left even the time zone. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah. So it's just like a lot of family programming, I guess, to like make sure that I'm on my path and not someone else's. I think that's really powerful. So what is the number one piece of encouragement that you'd like to give a ladypreneur that's listening right now who's feeling invisible? I would say the one thing that's really helped me connect, that has really helped me move through some deep shit in my life is that wherever you are right now isn't your forever. Like, just because something happened to you yesterday doesn't mean that that same thing is going to happen to you today. So connect with what does your future look like? What do you want your future to look like? Who is the future you? And how can you just start being her today? Because your past does not dictate your present, and your past absolutely does not dictate your future. And your present doesn't dictate your future. You get to choose what that looks like and you get to choose how you want to bring that into your current moment and your current reality. So I'm always checking in with my future self. What does her life look like? What does she believe? How does she dress? Who is she? What words come out of her mouth? How does she show up in her life and her business? And how can I just integrate that stuff into my now? Because if you can integrate your future 
into your now, then all of a sudden it's not your future. It just is you now. I'm silent because I'm taking that in because I feel like I needed to hear that today too. I absolutely adore that. And I think that we tend to get so focused on what's around us instead of laser beaming into the future that we're creating. Yeah. Our circumstances can get so real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So real that we can't see outside of them. But the more that you can see outside of them, the more that you can see past them, the greater possibility for expansion you have. Well, and I think that is a great segue for us to talk about the wonderful gift that you're offering us and our listeners today. You want to give them a little bit of a heads up and what you're given? Yeah. So I have a beautiful meditation that I do with my clients and um, some other when I do workshops and things. And it is to literally interview. You get to go into meditation and you get to interview your future self and you can ask her what what her life looks like, or if it's a man listening, by all means, mm-hmm. you can you can download it too, but all the pronouns are she and her, so just be warned. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can ask her what her life looks like, what she believes, who she is, where she lives. I mean, you can ask her anything you want, and she will she will tell you, because all of the answers you need about what you're looking for are already inside of you. You just have to figure out what they are and give them space to exist. I love your words here saying the energy you want in your future must be embodied in your present. Yes. I love that. Well, Brie, this has been such a wonderful time. I feel like relaxed. I feel like I've had this wonderful session. (laughs) So you are such a powerful creator, my dear. And I'm so appreciative of you coming here today and giving our listeners a little bit of wisdom and a little bit of a view into your life. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful that you that you asked. Well, thank you so much for your time. And if you want to get in touch with Bree, you can find her at BreeSeely.com. I'm correct, right? BreeSeely.com. Yep. And she's on Instagram and Snapchat. And you can also check out the Amplify Collective at TheAmplifyCollective.com. So thank you so yes. much, Bree. I will be talking to you soon, my dear. Thank you. for listening in today to the Visibility Vixen podcast. Subscribe now and share with a fellow Vixen who wants to start building their visibility. For more fire in your life and brand, visit visibilityvixen.com.